Hi there, and welcome to episode 81 of the LDS study session with your host, Matthew Roberts. And uh, today, I want to conclude our study of the Come Follow Me uh, section this week. Um, found in August 12th to August 18th, Romans chapter 7 to 16, Overcome Evil with Good. And as I spoke about yesterday, we're going to continue uh, with our study of the section, which is entitled, Paul Invites Me uh, to Become a True Saint and Follower of Jesus Christ. Um, a lot of very important messages that were talked about uh, in these last uh, few ver- a few chapters, so much so that I actually didn't get through, I only got through half of them in the last study session, uh, and that's simply because I uh, went into a bit of a tangent with one of them. So I, I aim today to conclude what I picked out from these chapters, uh, from chapters 12 to, fif- uh, well, ch- really 12 to 14, I didn't even get into 12, uh, 15 to 16, although there is quite a bit of those chapters which are focusing on Paul's kind of final salutations uh, to the saints in Rome. Um, so we begin after our study from Romans 13, 1 to 7 yesterday, where we looked at respecting and listening to church leaders. We're now moving into verses 8 to 14 in Romans chapter 13, <coughs> which uh, talks about keeping the commandments and how this is still an important aspect of a discipleship of Christ. Um <clears throat> and I think that this obviously is an evidence, uh, you know, of how the works of the gospel are still important. You know, Paul has been teaching quite a bit uh, in in this book uh, in this book of the Romans about faith and grace and how the grace of God is free to all men and and all of these things. But he also talks about how there is another aspect of grace where we need to um, be ready to receive it for salvation. And he teaches through these words here that keeping the commandments is an, an important aspect of that discipleship of Christ. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to pick out a particular verse from 8 to 14, which kind of encapsulates it, but all of it really is really is, is important. Uh, I mean, in verse 12, he says, The night is far spent, the day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness, and let us put on the armour of light. So he's calling all of the saints in Rome to, to kind of become better, to be more righteous and to live more as, as, as Jesus Christ would have them live. Uh, Elder Franklin D. Richards said this, quote, Likewise, good thoughts that assist one to grow and develop and to be of use and service to his fellow men stimulates mental and physical health, whereas degrading thoughts built around obscenity, immorality, strife, stealing, cheating and lying result in ultimate destruction. To be honest with ourselves, we must adopt good mental and physical health habits as our standards. We know that good health of body and mind contribute to a rich and rewarding life, a clear conscience and inner peace. So, a close quote. So, very clear that trying to live righteously will bring benefits to our mind, body and spirit. Um, and, you know, I think that we understand that quite clearly. And obviously, it doesn't mean we have to be perfect to receive benefits of health mind body and spirit but you know we need to be living the best that we can and striving to make those changes where we need to which leads leads quite nicely on to chapter 14's um, beginning bits if you like in verses uh, 1 to 10 where paul talks about um, not not judging each other and having disputations uh, he says in verse 3, Let him not that eateth despise him that eateth not, and let not him which eateth not judge him that eateth, for God hath received him. And I think that um, he's using the phrase that of they that eat just to just kind of make it clear that, 
you know, this is a, for everyone. You know, this is an important principle which all of all followers of Christ need to follow, that we shouldn't be judging each other. Um, but, you know, he continues on saying this, Who art thou that judgest another man's servant? To his own master he standeth or falleth. Yea, he shall be holden up, for God is able to make him stand. One man esteemeth one day above another, another esteemeth every day alike. Let every man be fully persuaded in his own mind. So he's making the point here that, you know, you wouldn't judge someone else's servants on the job that they do. That's for the master to do. Likewise, we all have one master. That is our Saviour, Jesus Christ. You know, it is his to do that and him alone. Uh, we can have that personal relationship. Whatever we say about others or think about others doesn't matter. Um, and so therefore we should stop doing it because it's really just making us focus on other people rather than our own standing, uh, which I think is a really, really important uh, principle uh, which, which was spoken about. He then moves on to verse, uh, verses 11 to 13, talking about how um, every knee shall bow and every tongue confess to God. Um, but he continues on with this, this uh, phrase of judge, not judging. In verse 13, he says, Let us not therefore judge one another any more, but judge this rather, that no man put a stumbling block or an occasion to fall in his brother's way. I mean, I think that you know, we, we all put our own stumbling blocks in our own way, enough as it is more you know so to have someone else put stumbling blocks or try to put stumbling blocks or think they should put stumbling blocks in front of us by the way that they judge us is just unnecessary we do it enough for ourselves uh, and i think i love this kind of chat verse that paul gives um, because you know it's it's unnecessary <laughs> there's, there's plenty going on in our own way uh, to stop us and then he kind of concludes in verses 14 to 23 about again about righteousness and about keeping the commandments and about how you know the things that we need to do uh, or try, need to try and do is, is keep the commandments he says in verse 17 for the kingdom of god is not meat and drink but righteousness and peace and joy in the holy ghost making the point here that you know just as food and drink is vital and basic and important in today's world righteousness and peace is you know like meat and drink in the kingdom of god that is how necessary and important and um an important commodity uh, it is in in the kingdom of god to have righteousness and peace um so you know it, it, there's a lot to, to kind of take in there and i've kind of just bridged uh, or grouped a number of principles or pr principles there together um, but I do think there are probably others that I've missed. And then, of course, there's chapters 15 to 16, which, whilst they do go on to kind of Paul wrapping up his message and, you know, giving salutations and asking in verse 16 to, to give, you know, specific salutations to people that are there. Uh, one example, greet Am Amplias, my beloved in the Lord. So he's, he's calling out names here of um, specific disciples. Uh, greet Mary, who bestowed much labor on us and all these other things, you know. Um, so there is a, a number of things in there which is kind of drawing it to a close. But, uh, you know, Romans is such a rich book of scripture. It's interesting, I was listening to um, the interpreter uh, come follow me's discussion for next week for First Corinthians, and they made the point that these epistles really are a completely different ball game to the Gospels and the Acts. The Gospels were completely focused on the Saviour and his works. The Acts were completely focused on experiences and witnesses of the Apostles and their Acts, obviously kind of branching out to different Apostles at different times. 
uh, rather than focusing on the one saviour in the Gospels. But then the epistles are completely different because they are a one-sided communication. It's Paul writing to groups of people and we don't hear what they say back to him or hear the messages that come to him to to prompt him to write these letters. So there are contexts here which we're not aware of. Um, So, you know, it's it's interesting to kind of pick the, the messages out rather than them being a discourse on a particular topic. He's just kind of cherry-picking and pointing out things that those people need to hear at that time. But there's a lot of things that we can pull from. And, you know, I'm closing this um, this podcast on this week now on Romans, but there are so many messages from Romans that I haven't even touched um, in the podcast itself. I mean, I've, I've looked at them um, in discussions with my family and things like that. Um, but symbolism, symbolism of baptism in Romans chapter 6, we didn't even touch on that. Um, the the law and faith and, you know, having that law and faith together to work, to make the music of the gospel is a great uh, section. And, and I'm going to do that this afternoon uh, on Sunday with my family uh, the, with the uh, suggestion uh, for family scripture study and family home evening. It's a great idea. Um, I mean, talking about... Um, the uh, Romans chapter 8 verse 16 where we're called the children of God and then in verse 17 and then if not and then heirs and joint heirs with Christ I haven't even touched on that uh, and all the many things we learn from that verse but or those two verses but you know there's just so much to come uh, so I do recommend if you are listening to this on the Sunday to kind of review those things and cover anything else that you haven't and then be ready to start again tomorrow with First uh, Corinthians Uh, which, you know, I'm sure will be just as rich and abundant in messages for us to learn. Thank you for listening today. Uh, I hope that uh, you've enjoyed uh, this uh, study session today and you've got something from it and and a bit of a desire to continue with your study. If there's anything you have studied, um, either on this or anything else, I would love to hear from you at mattsroberts90. Share with me and I'll be able to share it on the podcast. Uh, And until we meet again.